Hi, um, this is Brent Barber calling in for Bike Talk. Hey, Brent, this is Nick. How are you doing? Hi. Um, I saw the the BFF uh, last night, and uh, it was it was great. It had an amazing vibe there. And you think was, so, huh? Yeah, it was like um, the Rocky Horror Picture Show or something. <laughs> That's your first time going to it? Uh, no, I, I it wasn't my first time. I can't believe it would be, but it might have been. Yeah, um, well, wait till tonight then, because it's a lot more wild. <laughs> so do you, do you organize the show? The you, you put uh, local filmmakers in each uh, location, don't you? You, you put, yeah. Like, yeah. How does that work? We program to every city. How does that work? Yeah, I mean, what's the process for for finding out, you know, who to put on in a given lo- in a given city? Well, we get. I mean, first off, we're uh, we have teams all over the world, each city, except for actually now, um, except for L.A. Every city has a team um, that is locally producing it that is in, you know, in concert with Bicycle Film Festival headquarters in New York. I started the Bicycle Film Festival in Los Angeles. I would come out here. I'm from California originally, so I came out here. And I really wanted to do something here in L.A. because I, I saw the potential. And um, I was really excited because I went to a party and there was like five bikes out front, <laughs> which was really significant at that time. Um, <clears throat> but that, uh, how do we bring local content in? Sorry, go ahead. No, but that gave you the idea that you saw five bikes and outside a party and you realized that it was a, a happening culture? I was hanging out with my sister in, on the west side. And uh, I came out to L.A. And it was July 4th, um, I think 2003. And uh, I just wanted to check and see what was going on here in uh, L.A. with bikes. And uh, there was a bike kitchen. And uh, right. there was a guy named Somerset Waters. And Somerset, then a guy yeah. named Jimmy, who was a bike messenger. Jimmy Nizama. Yeah, and uh, so... We, I went to a party with those guys, and it was just some, you know, party that was in Silver Lake. And they, you know, I talked to a lot of people, and people knew about the Bicycle Film Festival, and they said there are cyclists here, and I was kind of really skeptical, honestly. I didn't think that LA was ready. I knew there was a lot of road cyclists, but people who ride daily, I wasn't quite sure about. And then just seeing those five bikes parked out in front of the party, I mean, there was hundreds of people there. It was like a backyard barbecue party for 4th of July. But uh, I was really inspired by that. And seeing the Bicycle Kitchen, which at that time was in um, Eco Village, is that what it's called? What is, uh, what's it, is what called? It was Eco Village. Eco Village, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was really literally a kitchen. Right. <laughs> it was really small. So um, that's that's when I started. I guess I mean I I was taking my bike to the the bike kitchen when it was still part of Eco Village back in. Oh wow! Uh, to I guess it was two thousand. Well, three, early two thousands, three, four, two. Okay. Oh. That's um, very cool. That is, is so. I feel like that. I mean, if you're talking about like what started this whole thing in LA, it's good to pay attention to roots, you know. Mm-hmm. So back to the question, though, how do we get locally? So, I, I, you know, I was I took the BFF on. You know, we're in other cities. The Bicycle Film Festival maybe started and produced by other folks. I mean, like I said, in concert with 
us in New York. But we get movies submitted to the festival every year um, in New York. A lot, I'd say the majority of them are made for the festival. And um, so some movies will play just in the city where they're from, or we play them all over the world. An example of an L.A. movie that we're playing all over the world is um, Wolfpack, Hustle, Marathon, Crash, Two, Race. Great, yeah. Um, or Marathon, Crash, Race, Two, excuse me, by Warren Commerce. And that has been a big hit, and it's an incredibly beautifully shot film, and it has a lot of suspense, and it's, it's really amazing. And it's a short film that headlines the urban bike shorts. Um, so that that's a case of uh, an LA movie that's playing all over the world and and being a headline at that. If we that. if we miss the the because a lot of our listeners on KPFK will miss it will hear this on podcast after this weekend and they won't get to see the Wolfpack Hustle Hustle the Wolfpack Hustle Crash Marathon Crash uh, film. Where would they be able to see it? Can they buy like a compilation from you guys or can they? How would they see it? Well, I suggest, I mean, since a bunch of folks rode that, not a bunch, there's some folks that rode their bikes down from San Francisco um, for the Bicycle Film Festival here. So I think that um, maybe a ride could go up to San Francisco for the Bicycle Film Festival there. Because I guess we're kind of old-fashioned. We just like putting, bringing people together. Um, I guess it would be a smart move if we wanted to make a lot of money to make uh, DVDs or make these available online. Um, but, you know, some of the films, some of the filmmakers themselves in the past have made DVDs, but none this year that I'm aware of. Um, so, yeah, I kind of have to go to the Bicycle Film Festival. Okay, we have a question from Steve Box, bike activist here. He's got to talk into the phone. Hey, Steve Box, how you doing? Hi. Hey, um... You know, I, I think it's a great idea to ride to San Francisco, but I was wondering, if we rode to Vienna or Lisbon, would our weekend Bicycle Film Festival pass cover that particular festival also? Cause you've got if to, you pulled off a ride to Lisbon or Vienna, somehow, I don't know how you would do it over the Atlantic, you would have a free pass for 10 years. Right! <laughs> Making it worthwhile to ride the long haul. <laughs> Actually, that brings up something really funny, if I may. And I think I brought it up last night at the screening, and I, I don't know, it's, I start thinking about these things. But run, I, one thing that I think that I can share with folks is things I get to see that I don't think a lot of folks get to see just because I am traveling around the world with the Bicycle Film Festival. And I haven't seen many as of yet here in Los Angeles, but there are people riding bikes all over the world currently on long trips for you know, one year, six months, three months, and many years. Um, so a lot of times we'll meet them in Paris or in New York, and they'll say, last year I was in such and such city, I was 100 miles away, and I came across this vineyard and <laughs> drinking wine, and I missed it. I'm glad I made it this year. <laughs> so um, it's kind of fun to talk about. You know, th that brings up an interesting point. I, I noticed that... Um you mentioned that a lot of the programming is meant to reflect uh, or is by design to reflect the local bike culture, but some of the films we're looking at uh, are um, have cyclists from uh, Ghana, Zambia, India, uh, Guatemala. So um, it's, it seems like uh, you've, got, you've got bike fans around the world, eh? Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely right now 
I, I'm, again, like I said, I'm fortunate. I think we all can see it now because the, the globalization of information and, you know, on YouTube or what have you. So if you pay attention, you can see it happening beyond just the Bicycle Film Festival. The Bicycle Film Festival used to be really kind of the only way you can see this happening. Um, but it's, it, I think a lot of people have access to this information now. And it's, the bicycle movement is one of the most positive and biggest cultural movements in the world and you can see it it's obvious and you see the difference over the years with the bicycle film festival i mean we have a movie from mexico city and um dario lopez is here and it's really great to see dario lopez last night hanging out with a lot of the mexican americans and he we're going to have the bicycle film festival in mexico city next year and um it's great because we are already getting contributions from mexico um, with the films. Um, also, there's another film that um, is from Indonesia, which has totally been impacted by this cult- this fixed-gear culture, which is from New York originally, and has spread all over the world. And it's been a fascinating perspective because Indonesia is probably the, for sure, top five most populous countries in the world, which most people don't really understand, I think. And as well, it's a Muslim country. It's a democracy. It's a big Muslim democracy. <laughs> and you see that the point of views are so different, but at the same time, the bicycle is that, um, that kind of through line, and they even comment on it in the movie. It's really funny. They, they say, like, we don't know why we're wearing clothes like this, maybe because we saw Macaframa, <laughs> which is a movie that played at the Bicycle Film Festival years ago. Um, so what's it yeah, like it to... definitely yeah. is international. So what's it like to be uh, you in your shoes, being able to go to the, all these places? I mean, was, what was your life like before, and and did you ever think you'd be going all over the world doing something like this? No, I never thought it would be like this. <laughs> um, what is it like to be me? That's a lot of work. <laughs> um, I yeah, I um, no, we we it's a big sacrifice, frankly. Uh, no one ever asked me that before, I don't think, um, like on a on a radio program. Huh. But uh, I guess it's kind of personal. I'm used to talking about the movies and the bike culture and such. But, um, no, I, I, I am madly in love with uh, biking and the movies and the artwork and the festival itself. But it is a, a huge sacrifice. Um, I'm not complaining at all, but I don't. I'm, I'm very rarely home in New York. In fact, there's a surf championships right now in New York, and there's a, a team manager for a surf team at my place, at my house from L.A., so it's kind of funny. Um, so my house is often occupied by people who I meet along the road, <laughs> around the world, but I don't see them because I'm not home. Um, but I, I, like I said, I get to, I get to see... Um, uh, and understand a lot of perspectives and um hopefully that comes out in the movie that you see at the festival well you um, know your answer kind of reminds me of one of the movies i saw last night with the italian frame builder yeah um where he says that when he started out it was just it was you know a joy or he or just and you know he loved it and then it became a heavier and heavier responsibility oh yeah that's it's definitely a responsibility i can't 
fool around as much. The festival was a huge party, and it still is for everyone that goes. <laughs> the festival was like, until two years ago, really, and we went from like 17, 20 cities or something like that until like 37 cities, and it, it's, it's, it's definitely a job now, you know, and uh, we have an office in New York and staff, and and this de- economic downturn, many arts organizations like the Bicycle Film Festival don't exist. And I think because we're so worldwide that we're able, I don't know if it's bores your audience because talking about the, well, <laughs> the structure of the festival. No, huh? no it's, I'm interested. Yeah, it's, it's been, it's a huge challenge. But you have to imagine, like, I started this just for fun and to do something positive from my own personal experience. I had an accident. Me and my sister were shocked that anybody showed up. Like, we made food, you know, like, for this reception, and it's kind of handmade, and, like, and that was in New York the first year. We had national press, and it, it was a, a ride for like nine years of just a surprise after surprise. You know, going to London and selling every single show out, and the first party in London was fifteen hundred people, right. and going to Tokyo selling everything out. I mean, that was London was the first place we went to outside the United States. So it it was like, and then sponsors coming to us and really not having any kind of business background, not even knowing how much things were worth and just trying to figure it out like, okay, well, this is the budget. Um, this maybe you're calling people and having so much support from everybody, mostly artists and filmmakers, and that's what keeps us going. But now it's like a, it's a big responsibility to keep it going. And uh, so it's the joy for me, and I share the same with Dario Pagaretti. The joy for me is still there, for sure. You know, this is my third interview today. <laughs> so, I was like doing one in London and then the New York Times, and then now you guys. So, it just gets. It's, a, it's, remember before when the New York, I remember the first time the New York Times, like, went to interview me. I, like, tried, I thought about that all day. <laughs> like, oh my God, what do I say? Like, how do I prepare this? Well, now, like, I forget, and I go, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to give that quote. Mm-hmm. Um, blah, blah. <laughs> what, I don't know if that makes sense. What? Well, I mean, yeah, I guess you have to be uh, somebody who gets interviewed a lot to appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But um, wh- what is your favorite movie this year? I'm not much of a favorite person. Yeah. But um, I'll tell you some significant things that happened at the festival regarding the films. Okay. Is that you noticed the, the international scope. But um, also... It's not saying a lot, but there's a lot more movies with content of women or made by women. Hmm. And um, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, also, our team in Japan made uh, a film called Smile for Future. And they um, there's a couple of BMXers on our team. And they've been going up north to Fukushima and some of the Sendai, some of the heavily damaged areas from the tsunami and earthquake um, <clears throat> and just doing BMX tricks for the kids and now this festival we just I just came from Japan two weeks ago and um, that festival was a benefit to raise money to get bicycles for the kids we're just doing trying to do something in a small way so this movie um, it's a little movie that is um, talking about that project um, a little bit you know it's a short film um, that's tonight, or yeah, that's playing this afternoon as part of a shorts program. So, how do you get a, to be on on a bike film festival team, and what does that entail? 
Well, now things have changed a lot. It used to be just me and my friends. <laughs> uh-huh. So now, I mean, we're honestly not looking to expand. I, I would love to go to 100 cities with the festival, and I think it's, you know, something that... Well, you, you said you don't have one in L.A. Oh, well, yeah, we really, we have Yvonne, who came out here with, uh, working at the Bicycle Film Festival in New York, and he'd come out here a month beforehand. Oh, okay. And we have people who volunteer every single year when the festival happens. Mm-hmm. But we don't have a production team that's year-round, like we do in Japan or you know, like in Sydney or some other, all the other cities, actually. So they're actually um, making movies for you? No, they produce. They, you know, get the street permits for the, the, the party. Um, they raise money. Um, they, they build coalitions. They build a team of, like, a volunteer coordinator, which we have actually here. Um, they, uh, they make sure that movies are made. Um, they make sure that the, you know, like this year we're at the Sydney Opera House or in the past in Sydney, we, you know, the mayor came and introduced the festival. So, just that on that level in some other cities, you know. Um, or, you know, one huge accomplishment with the local producer is that um, the London team has become self-sufficient, um, where the producer is actually paid by the festival um, because the festival there is making enough money. So it's kind of funny to talk about all this money stuff, but it is certainly something significant. But how do the people get involved? In their local city, they just go into the thing and contact volunteer and then they'll be directed to the person who's involved in charge of volunteers now usually how a city gets the festival is that they um contact us and talk to us and um be, like i said before it was my friend and then it started becoming just cyclists and now it's become a little more professional <laughs> like you know we're getting contacted by like the governments of you know where governments pay for the arts <laughs> in certain countries, um, wow. or like you know um, arts organizations or museums or what have you. But to, honestly, like looking back on it, the most reliable folks, the people I knew that were going to come through, were the messengers. <laughs> really? True. Um, you know about everyone else has their priorities, but the messengers are so passionate and messengers helped build this festival in the past in the grassroots manner in so, almost every city we went to so the messengers you can count on them yeah I mean messenger culture is changing um, but certainly in, in the history of the bicycle film festival yeah we could count on just to do whatever they committed to do um, now things are a little more complex like I said it's a business um, so how can we how can we make a film for the bike film festival yeah, I'm saying like the public. Oh. <laughs> um, well, we have a submission. Who's almost fell down? I was like, <laughs> sit down on a chair. Um, we, um, a little action for bike talk. <laughs> we have um, a submission period from November until April. And you send the movie. Um, in the past, We've been, we had, you know, you send a hard copy with a form. We might change that this year. We might get with the times and you can just upload your movie. So we have to figure that out by November. <laughs> so, um, that's it. It's simple. And then we get hundreds of movies from around the world. And, um, also another thing that we do is like if people want to talk to us, um, they can email us 
and let us know that they're making a movie, especially around that time, or have a movie, and they want to make some tweaks on it. If they want to talk to us about anything about their movie, we're happy to talk to them. Um, so we try as much as we can to include the filmmakers in the process. Well, that sounds great. And um, so, what else? What else would you like to? Oh, yeah, how do we contact you? It's your 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 website, Bicycle Film Festival. Yeah, there's produce. Hopefully, there's producers from every city on there, or most cities. And then there's our main info line, which someone in the New York office or London office will um, contact the folks. So bicyclefilmfestival.com. And uh, you got a street party tomorrow? I mean, Sunday? Yeah. That's on, um, I had it open. Um, that's on Spring Street and 4th downtown. Um, it's really, we. it's a parking lot party, really, but we call it a street party. <laughs> well, our podcast listeners are going to, it's going to be too late for them, but they'll be able to go to Vienna next week. <laughs> and but more seriously, more possibly, uh, San Francisco from the twenty second to the twenty fifth of September. That should be fun. We're doing a cool, you know, San Francisco, L.A. thing. You know, um, I know there's supposed to be some kind of rivalry, but I think I'm seeing most people get along. <laughs> It'll be exciting to see the L.A. movies in San Francisco. Because in yeah. the past, a lot of the San Francisco movies were the headliners. So things are changing. I mean, if I may make you asking just now, like, what else I have to say, I'd say it's so encouraging to come here, and it's really inspiring, and I don't know if this has been acknowledged by, you know, like, Bicycling Magazine comes out with the bike cities, I don't know what their rating system is, but my, in my opinion, um, Los Angeles has, you know, at least one of, if not the, right now, most positive, biggest movement in the country. I mean, any night, right. on any given night, there's riots of like 100, 200 people, right? Right, right. that's true. that's hugely significant. I, we don't have that in New York. I think New York may have L.A. by the numbers right now, not per capita necessarily, but like just by the numbers, and it's a different kind of city. But um, I, L.A. is a perfect place for biking. Uh, um, yeah, it's, it's, I've heard that. It, it's flat. Everybody likes to say if it's flat, it's perfect for biking. I don't know if I would agree with that. but oh, Well, that's not why I was saying it. I was saying um, because uh, the weather and right. I don't I don't think of um, L.A. as being flat because I guess every time I stay here, I'm staying like in the hills. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, um, well, a lot of it's flat, but the hill does have great hills too. Yeah, I love the hills. Um, but uh, also the the streets, like if you find, if you know your way around, you don't, some of the streets can be pretty treacherous, but there's a lot of ways of getting places without having to bother with traffic. Where in New York or some other major cities like London, what have you, you really have to hit some nasty traffic. Are you doing any of the rides here while you're here? I don't really have time to do. And also, I didn't get a bike till today, so I've been walking, which is actually kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's like an unusual thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, for me to be walking around during the festival. And in L.A., you know, it was... It was Actually, you don't see too many people walking. Um, but um, I am happily riding today, and I, I ride from place to place. I don't have a chance to ride on the group rides. I think most of the rides, hopefully, on this weekend, will be ending up at the festival. So I guess I experience rides in that way. All right. Well, um, so anything else you want us to know before we... 
Well, it's, you, I'm happy to be on Bike Talk, and it's great that it exists. Thank you, Brent. Um, and I'm yeah. grateful to be included on it. So. Well, thank and, you for the BFF. Yeah. Isn't that mean, doesn't that mean best friends forever, too? I think so. So it's kind of, you Where can go either it? way with it, I guess. Did you have a question? Uh, uh, chicken leather's here. He has a question. You know chicken leather, right? Okay. Hey Brett Barber, you know your your films now, and I'm just going to mention this. Last night there was a great film about uh, Bill Cunningham that could have been in any film festival, let alone the Bike Film Festival. Yeah. And, and your your films are are tending to, and and this is just a trend I've seen. They're they're lending more not just towards cyclists, but uh, let's just say mainstream and stuff. Uh, there were I even talked about this with, uh, um, uh. uh Cat from uh, Bike Talks, how how the films are just getting to be more eclectic, and they're just like happy films. They're very family-oriented, very values-oriented and stuff, and I thought if that was a conscious over that you've been trying in the last couple of years. I mean, certainly I try to keep it positive. I mean, but uh, I don't know. I we're, We just get what's there. You know, honestly, it seems to get more difficult every year <laughs> to select films. But... Uh, uh, we're very fortunate. I mean, this is the second year Spike Jones has a movie in the festival. That's really cool, right? Um, so, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't know what to say. Yes, it's getting more mainstream. The biking is getting more mainstream, so that can be, you know, flex on that. I mean, Bill Cunningham is like old school biker, right? So it's not like it's somebody, he's somebody new. And, uh, yes, this film is... Uh, a pretty great film, and a lot of the films that we have are, uh, you know, pretty professional, I guess that's how you would say it, but still the gems at the festival, maybe that that movie that someone just spent one day on and with no budget, and we still have those, um, for sure, so I wouldn't want to discourage anybody from making a film. All right, well, thanks a lot for coming on, and we'll see you at the festival tonight. Yeah, thank you, it's going to be fun. Yeah, it is. All right. Okay. Uh, see you tonight. See you. This is Bike Talk, and in the studio we have a lot of guys. I'm going to let you all introduce yourself. All right, so uh, who are you and um, your, your musicians? Yeah, that's right. I'm Vinci, and this is Mark, um, and we're from the band Goldfields. What's the group? Goldfields. Goldfields. Yep. So, and Nick, these guys are from my uh, almost hometown in Australia. This is Stephen Box. And uh, we're proud to have him here for Art Cycle, which is on the 17th, Santa Monica Boulevard between uh, Virgil and Vermont from 2 in the afternoon until 10 o'clock. What time do you guys go on? Uh, 7 p.m., I think. Oh, that's the best hour uh, to be making music on uh, Santa Monica Boulevard. You know it's the historic Route 66. That's where you'll be playing. That's really? No, I didn't know that. But so uh, it comes down Sunset Boulevard, it turns on to Santa Monica, and right there, that's the, uh, the mother road for the journey to the uh, West Coast. Very nice. <laughs> wow. So, Nick, uh, these guys are in town. Uh, you're recording a, an album, eh? Yeah. We've, um, we arrived uh, early August, and we've, we've been working on it since then. So a lot of hard work and... Not much sleep, but it's worth it. Yeah, we've pretty much worked 
every day in the studio since we've been here, so we yeah. haven't haven't had a lot of time to have a look around. But yeah, this uh, art cycle thing should be good because gets us out and about. So, have you had a chance to uh, hop on a bike and tour Los Angeles? No, we might have to borrow one. You guys seem to have a lot of bikes sitting yeah, around bikes. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, no, we haven't. We haven't. As I said, like we've been in the studio every day, so it's been pretty hard. But um, yeah, I think we finish up next week, um, and yeah, hopefully we'll be able to spend a a, a week or so, um, yeah, riding around and having a look around. <laughs> so, are you guys a bikes themed? band or, or are you just down for supporting the cause here yeah we're just down for supporting the cause yeah we, we don't have anything against bikes we definitely <laughs> like them and the the city we're sort of from melbourne in australia is very um bikey as well so yeah um yeah tell me about melbourne and bikiness um well it's the uh, the second biggest um city in australia to Sydney, I think, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. And um, a lot of bikes. Yeah, lots of fixies, especially some of the suburbs. Do you guys, you like guys anyway. have fixies, right? Yes? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we got a big fixie scene here for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's the same in Melbourne. Yeah. What about uh, infrastructure, like, infrastructure? Is it like a really super bike-friendly city or is it just normal like LA? Or? It's getting there. It's not super friendly, but... Um, they're doing like a lot of upgrades and putting bike lanes and whatnot through outdoor shopping centres and that sort of thing at the moment. So I think it's sort of growing a lot still at the moment. So and they've they've recently introduced that um, public you can hire bikes just on the side of the road and just put yeah. money in. So it's is it a sprawling city? Is it like building out and out and out? Or yeah, it, yeah. I don't know anything about it. You don't? <laughs> Tell you us. Were there, Steve. Uh, j- small break for commercial announcement. Melbourne is about, uh, is it three million? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so in a fair fight, in a fair bike race, I think it would be a, um, an even match. Melbourne to Los Angeles in a bike race up the hill. Yeah. Yeah? So, uh, and, and I think it would be about, uh, what is it, a metric century from uh, Melbourne to Ballarat. So it would be a good, a good race. And in fact, um, Nick, yes? I'm here to tell you, they challenge you to a bike race. Melbourne? Melbourne to Ballarat, and uh, you'll have to haul their gear if you lose. <laughs> cool. So, uh, you know, Art Cycle is kind of the convergence of music and art and bikes. In other words, those are probably the three uh, major elements of gunpowder. No, of, um, of uh, culture. <laughs> culture. I, I, I get gunpowder and culture mixed up. Um, and so that's why uh, they're here today, to uh, represent the musical element of of uh, Art Cycle, and uh, so we're kind of honored to have them here in town. And so you're, you're going to play, they're going to play at Art Cycle, which, are you organizing Art Cycle? No, I'm not. Uh, Megan, who's here in the studio, mm-hmm. uh, Jedi Gorilla is uh, promoting the, mu- what? Gorilla Jedi. Jedi, I'm sorry, I, well, is uh, the, the music promoter, and NC's one of the uh, co-producers, and they're both here in the studio. Can they say something about it? Hi, this is NC, and... Yeah, we're um, we're having art cycling a week from today, starting at two o'clock, and we're very excited to have you guys here in the studio and at Art Cycle, and um, very very honored that Megan jumped on and helped us out with the music lineup and get the bands together because we do have an incredible 
um, array of musicians and bands playing on Saturday. So it's like a music festival, kind of. It's um, music, art, and bike festival. So we're honoring the artists in the neighborhood. We're honoring the bicycle district and the cyclists who've survived <laughs> Los Angeles. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. um, and we're honoring all the artists that make this city as beautiful as it is without the artists. On yeah. the CD that we have Yeah, here? that would be great. Yeah, we'd love you to play it. Okay. Um, let's play. Fields. With an S? Yes. Yeah. 
So I guess we could check you out online more at uh, YouTube or Goldfields? Yeah, there's um, Goldfields. Yeah, on Facebook or goldfieldsmusic.com as well. And uh, we should uh, plug the showtime next week, next Saturday, is at 7 o'clock. Yeah. So be there outside. And this is going to all be And it's free. Between Vir- uh, Virgil and Santa Monica at Art Cycle on the 17th. So, so if you go to artcyclela.com, you can find out some more information about all of the musical acts, uh, the artists, the bike rides, because there's going to be bike rides throughout the day also. There's going to be a Paramount tour. Have you guys been to Paramount? No. We'll put you on some bikes and we'll take a Paramount tour. There's also a Hollywood Forever tour. The cemetery, have you been to Hollywood Forever? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so we get you some bikes and take it to Hollywood forever. They've been in the studio nonstop. <laughs> um, as your union rep, I got to work on you with your uh, schedule here. We'll get it down to four days a week, and we'll get you evenings off, and uh, we'll help you see the town. But there's going to be bike tours all day. So there's going to be uh, music all day. There's going to be bike tours all day. There's going to be art in the streets all day long. And if you'd like to hear some of the music uh, from the um, artists that will be performing. Um, some of the music videos are on ArtCycleLA.com. Yeah, ArtCycleLA on Facebook. So we have some more of the um, music uh, artists here in the studio. Okay. Who we got? And who do we have? Ryan Dolliver. <laughs> the Neighborhood. Come on in. This is Ryan, everybody. <laughs> okay, should we play the music first? Go for it. If you join fast
playing at Art Cycle. Ryan's from Portland. And Megan, you found Ryan at Lollapalooza. Is that right? I did. So were you here just for Art Cycle? What do you mean? No, 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 no. I live in Los Angeles. Oh, okay. I've lived here for the past year and a half. Traveled a bit. But um, I moved from Portland a year and a half, which is where I grew up. A very, a very bike-centric city, if I might add. I'm, I, I'm no yeah. stranger to bicycle community. And so, Megan, are the people that you have for the show are they are they, you know, are they bike type of uh, enthusiasts, or you're just sort the of the bands playing, reaching for the people you like? The bands playing are a pretty good mix of musical styles and kind of cover a range of levels of bike participation mm-hmm. so we have a we have a couple bands earlier in the day that are super big into the bike community well this is gonna be great to see ryan Dolliver at 9 p.m at art cycle mm-hmm. i can't wait we're gonna have a bike talk space maybe we can uh have you come by and, and greet our our bike talk people and sign autographs and stuff <laughs> sure um, I like cycling. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a gearhead by any means, but I did yeah. build a bike a few years ago. You built it from like what? Uh, from from parts. <laughs> so it was just parts. a frame. I built I built a, a fixed gear pursuit frame when I was living in Portland, you and I wrote it. it. I built it. I wrote uh-huh. it for two weeks and decided I didn't want to be staring at the ground all the time, and I sold it. It was fun while it lasted, though. <laughs> well, you're not supposed to stare at the ground. Why were you staring at the ground? No, the pursuit frame. You know, the front wheel's a lot shorter, a lot uh, smaller. Okay. And I found I was just... Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was too hard to look up. The whole object is just to pursue the person in front of you? and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just cycle around a velodrome. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can see why that would <laughs> It's not much of a ride around town. Yeah. So, uh... And Ryan's going to be joining us for one of the bike tours uh, on Art Cycle. So okay. we're going to be heading uh, out from Madison Avenue, Santa Monica Boulevard, right there in the center of Art Cycle. Uh, and we're going to be heading over to Paramount and then over to Hollywood Forever. So uh, Ryan will be joining us on one of those rides. And Bike Talk will be broadcasting from Art Cycle all day long. So Ryan will be there, uh, and then we'll also have an opportunity to meet the, uh, the, the artists. There'll be a booth over there on Art Cycle um, where you can hang out and meet the meet the folks so it's going to be a great day for uh all the way around for music for art and for uh for bikes cool so ryan's going to take a, a break and uh we're going to play a song from goldfield <laughs> all right you ready for this
Goldfields. And what was that song called? Treehouse. All right. So um, don't forget, Art Cycle 17th, 7 p.m., Goldfields. And uh, well, did you want to say something, Steve or Megan or Goldfields? About well, we negotiated a deal in the uh, green room, and they will be they will be leading a bike ride on uh, Art Cycle in the afternoon. And uh, it was a big negotiation, too, uh, quite a big deal, because they have lots of representation here. <laughs> lots of muscle in the hallway. They'll be leading. There is a lot of representation here. I there guess. is, isn't yeah. there? Huh? They're, they'll be le- leading the ride, guys. Uh, yeah. Is, it, is uh, it like a wolf pack? Is it going to be this many people in there? It's like a ours is a BMX gang, <laughs> so we're going to like all right do some tricks off gutters and cool. subway series. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> so it's going to be a challenging ride. Yeah, we're going to yeah. Right. Because we'll be playing musical instruments as we ride. <laughs> That's the way we do it in Ballarat. Well, you could have a, like a DJ, you know, mobile DJ stand, and you could. Yeah, maybe Alex will be able to do that. Yeah. Set it up a it. bike. I'll do it. So <laughs> put it on the back of a bike. I'll do it. So uh, we'll be meeting on Santa Monica Boulevard, right there at uh, Madison, which is halfway between Virgil and Vermont. Uh, and Art Cycle is going to be filling the streets from Virgil to Vermont. And Goldfields will be going on at 7 o'clock right there at the uh, Vermont end. So there will be food trucks, there will be a stage, and then there will be a large uh, section that will be filled with art. Is this called Vermonica? Vermonica, yes. You know what Vermonica is? Yeah. What? It's uh, 
Well, there, there used to be the, the, the lighting yard is still there that, that uh, yeah, the Mr. Bell there. And, and his uh, esteemed wife, uh, Jennifer, want to change into a park, which would really be cool so the yeah. kids can play at it. So everybody's kids can play at it. But it's um, apparently in their infinite wisdom to erect any kind of art edifice to define the area. They took all the old light posts and set them in there. And for years, I think it, it worked for two weeks, and then they've been off the rest of the time. But this year, I've seen them up and running at least twice. So that's, that's a good thing. So what he's talking about is right there where you're going to be playing, there's an art installation that consists of uh, a wide variety of the light poles that have been used over the years in, in Los Angeles. So it's an art installation. It's an illumination uh, right there by the stage on the historic Route 66. So there's a lot of history in that neighborhood. Um, the big Lebowski was shot right down the street at the Hollywood Star Lanes. And uh, so not only are you surrounded by history, but you guys are here in town making some history. So do you know the uh, history of Kill Radio? It's anti-corporate radio, keeping it free, eh? That's right. That's the way we like it. So uh, we're um, trying to maintain open access to the artists, to the community. And uh, on Saturdays, uh, you know, our show is called Bike Talk. And uh, so we key in on some uh, bike-related issues, but... Um, Quite honestly, the huge shift in culture here in Los Angeles has been due to many things, but it's culture that tends to shape art and culture that tends to shape a community. And so some of the most creative people in town, as it turned out, were busy uh, right in East Hollywood, right up the street, is literally the epicenter of the uh, bike culture movement. And so it's filled with galleries. It's filled with creative folks. It's where the Bicycle Kitchen originated, L.A.'s you know first bike co-op. Um, well, actually, it originated around the corner, literally in a, the, the kitchen of an apartment. It turned into a bike shop, um, and they started fixing folks' bikes, and it overgrew, and now it's up there on Heliotrope. And, um, and from they, little steps like that, great things have happened. The galleries, some of the restaurants, and then, of course, some of the bike activism and some of the expressions of art. And so that's why we have things like the Bicycle Film Festival, which is going on this weekend. That's why we have things like Art Cycle. Uh, on the 17th, it's because um, no one element goes alone. And sometimes just the way we get there on a bike uh, shapes kind of our perspective of, uh, you know, how the community feels. And um, one thing leads to another. And next thing you know, great art, great music, great bike rides. And right now? Right now. The Les Blanks, right? Les Blanks. Yeah, Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so so who who is this from the Les Blanks? I'm Josh. <laughs> and so did so did you bring some music uh, today for us? Yes. And you'll be playing at Art Cycle. Yes, I will be playing at six o'clock on the big stage with Where the rest from? of the band. Where are you from, Josh? I'm from Austin, Texas. Well, now. Yeah. Is that bad or good? No, it's uh, great. <laughs> it's. And Josh rode all the way from Austin to uh, Mount Washington on oh, a unicycle, that's, that's apparently so carrying all true. of his gear. I thought you meant where I was from. From I live. Where do you hail from? I son? hail from. Uh, well, I live in Mount Washington. Most of us live sprinkle around the east side. That's, that's that, yeah. Was that part of a tour? Your unicycle journey? Yeah, it was a, a uh, 
Because I've heard of these unicycle tours. I mean, I know some people who did one over the Alps. Yeah. And just just recently. Serious? Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. No I'm one did serious. that. You're making that up. No, I'm totally serious. That That's crazy town you're talking from. <laughs> with a snow tire? No, they did it. He did it with no hands and no legs, and he kept on taking parts off the stuff. And it was like uh, at the Bike Film Festival. I think uh, Brett Barber actually put the film there was, there. It was pretty there awesome. There was a guy who did it in a yeah. wheelchair, though, for real, though, I think. Yeah. Or he had. Okay. It, it, I, I did not. I'm not making that up about the Alps, but go on. The same group has uh, just finished going to Tibet on unicycles. That's crazy. That's, that's going to be spiritual. I was invited. I backed up at the. I backed out at the last minute, though. Why? So what's it like uh, unicycling in a tour of uh, Washington? It's exhausting. Josh brought some music uh, that we'd like to play, and what's uh, what's the first one up you'd like to share with us? It's called Straw Man. First cut, first first play. That's it.
so speaking of venues, what about Art Cycle? How, how, how does that strike you as a venue? Is that going to be a lot of people that come to your shows normally or new people? I think it'll be both. And as I, we're excited about it because it's like, uh, it's, uh, it's its own thing. It's got its own kind of like uh, voice and um, it's in a new place. And I think that's what we want to do is stuff that's different. You know, you play the same places all the time. It gets old. So, uh, so, so Stephen Box, we're just we're banging out these questions rapid fire. Stephen Box wants you to ride as part of some sort of tour on this thing. Doesn't he, doesn't he know you do these all the time? You ride your bike everywhere? You know, you get from point A to B? Well, it's one thing to get from point A to point B. It's another thing to take uh, 60 of your closest friends on bicycles for a little meandering tour while you do it. Do you remember, uh, I think it was two years ago when um, Jim took the paint bike? The paint bike is oh, a bicycle yeah. that's rigged up, so it leaves a little thin stripe of yellow paint. That's and if you, as you're riding around uh, Santa from, Monica, from Beverly, San, Sunset yeah. Boulevard, uh, Hollywood Boulevard, as you're riding around town, Ble- Blesso, Jim Blesso, Blesso. yeah, Jim Blesso yeah. Uh, from yeah. the kitchen, you'll see a little yellow stripe, and it actually connects all of the galleries in town. It's left over from the, and you can also see where he got stuck at a red light at the corner of Vermont and Sunset because there's just this big circle where he kept riding the circle. Because if he stopped, it would make a puddle of paint, which would be bad. But uh, now it's a circle of paint. But the point being, A to B is so boring. But a meandering journey, and Josh is going to take us on one. Puddling of, paint, yes. Puddle of paint. Josh is going to take us on one of the uh, bike tours on Saturday, perhaps to Paramount Studios, perhaps to uh, Hollywood Forever, perhaps to some of the his favorite musical venues. Of course, my favorite musical venue is Santa Monica Boulevard. We're on a meandering uh, journey of sorts right now, I think. Yeah. I like it, though. I, like, I don't know where it's going next. So we're back with, uh, with Josh of Les Blacks. Hey. And Megan and... Ryan, Ryan, the neighbor. This is Megan. We're we're talking about the music part of Art Cycle today. There are a million other parts we could get into. We're trying to talk about the bike stuff too, um, and Josh's unicycle talents. Josh is in the band Les Blanks that you just heard, and they're going to be playing at six at Art Cycle September seventeenth. That's next Saturday. Goes from two to ten. We're shutting down Santa Monica Boulevard between Vermont and Virgil to make it happen. There's going to be a band in the middle of the street. And um, it's pretty awesome to get the chance to play outside, isn't it? It doesn't happen every day. Um, Other bands on the lineup, and there's a lot of them, um, and they're all as amazing as Les Blanks in the neighborhood. We have Ryan from the neighborhood here right now. Um, We heard... Some of Goldfields earlier. Goldfields are in town from Australia. We've also got Handshakes, a bunch of bands from Wild Records, including Lewis and the Wildfires at four, Don Juan y los Blancos at five. DJ Madeout's here today. Woo! He'll be DJing. And um, you can find everything at artcyclela.com. You can follow Artcycle on Twitter. If you're on Facebook, go to ArtCycleLA, facebook.com slash ArtCycleLA. Hope to see you all there. Yeah, I'm going to be there. Yeah. We're all Ride gonna your there. bikes. We're going to have a bike talk, uh, booth or tent or lounge. 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 So, wow. ArtCycle, huh? 
You guys changed location here, Mr. Box, from last year. I mean, within the calendar year, it used to be in the spring. Why, why in the fall now? Why, why in the fall with all the mess? Well, it's always else? a good time for art cycles. So in the sense that it's a change, I don't know if it's a change so much as uh, it's uh, we're exploring other seasons. And ultimately, I suppose art cycles should be every weekend. I mean, I can only imagine what would happen if we filled the streets with uh, music and art and bikes instead of traffic sewage, uh, which is what I look you out this a, window. At. You mean a tailpipe? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm looking at Beverly and Vermont a and a thing. bunch of uh, traffic congestion, and I keep thinking how great that street would look if it were filled with people enjoying music and uh, great food. Shouldn't that stuff be on the sidewalk, though? Absolutely not. It belongs right on the street. Streets are for people. So, it, how many times do we have to go over this? We're, we're not. We're not shutting down the street. We're actually opening it up to to people again. That's we're we're right. taking it back to like 1800 whatever. I remember. I remember. Well, we you know, the only it, reason I... Go ahead. We prefer to call it autumn when we're talking about bikes. <laughs> no, no, no. Like this is Los Angeles. For anybody walking through is going to kind of be drawn to this stage. Everyone is good. That Everyone's worth seeing. No, I think it is. So could there be a, a mm. scene like Chicken Leather was describing where everybody plays together? A big, there, a big jam at the end. Anything can happen find out what's going to happen i'm very excited is but what what, what will happen for sure is everything you find on artcyclela.com there's about five different tabs with all kinds of information if you're into art there's art if you're into bikes obviously we've been talking about it lots of bike tours going on and if you're into music you will not be disappointed all right well thank you so much everybody megan thanks for having us josh and ryan thank Alex. you Thanks. All right. Thanks, Steve. Nancy.